There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be, an Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Uh, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Not too shabby, you know. Pretty uneventful week, but good. Uneventful. I've had a, I've had a pretty fun week. That doesn't mean it's not uneventful. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you having parties without me? No. Doing a lot of research though. Yeah. And that's fun for me. It is fun. Okay. It's a Bobby Dazzler of a time. Yeah, and then we did have Valentine's Day, so happy belated Valentine's Day to everybody. Happy belated Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah, we did our kind of traditional valentine's day thing Mm -hmm. so we uh, had a heart-shaped pizza actually two of them with the children and that that's what tradition demands is that we continue eating heart-shaped pizza on valentine's day it's kind of our jam yeah it was yummy well we do the heart shape or not the heart shape the pumpkin shaped pizza for halloween too right (laughs) (laughs) yes yes we do we don't do the heart shape on the wrong holiday i don't think they'd even make it for us (laughs) yeah probably not Probably not is a good guess. Anyways, um, what else this week? You know, working on treasure hunts as usual. We always work on treasure hunts. That's that's a in, given. In fact, there's a, a new one that started recently. We think we have a good lead on where the treasure can be found. If anybody's in Tennessee and wants to maybe help us locate this treasure, why don't you shoot us an email and we can, you know, maybe work together and find a find a treasure. Yeah, maybe we can connect with some uh, boots on the ground uh, people. That'd be really fun. Yeah, it's it's going to be... Uh... Well, it's going to be fun, but I'm a little nervous if you uh, open up the floodgates to our inbox and then <laughs> we have well, an what do army you think? of people. You think we have like a thousand people in Tennessee that listen to us? Maybe. Uh, probably not. No, I don't think so. It'd probably show up on like our top 10 places for listeners or something <laughs> if we had only Tennessee listeners. Yeah, right. And I also want to say thanks for everybody that continues to listen to us. We actually had our biggest week last week as far as downloads. So That's true. That was super exciting. exciting. Yeah, so thank you. Um, one more thing before we start the show. I do want to remind everybody that it's next Tuesday that we do our drawing for the book by Randall Sullivan that was featured on this last episode of uh, The Curse of Oak Island called The Curse of Oak Island. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. You know, I was just thinking about this yesterday. So we said we were going to go live on the 19th, Mm -hmm. but does that mean people can enter all the way up until when? What's our cutoff? Um, That's a good question. I, I don't expect a whole bunch of people rushing all at the end but we're gonna do the drawing at i think yeah 5 45 pacific time which would be 8 45 east coast time that's before the episode would be due to start correct and let's do a cutoff time of i was gonna say eight but i guess that would be yeah but we need to have time to like enter everybody's name into this mm-hmm. computer program we have that gonna generates... randomize them yeah randomize the winner how about like Let's do three hours before that would be the cutoff. How does that sound? That works. Okay, so you heard it here first. (laughs) Three hours prior. So that's like 2.30 on the West Coast. Yes. And 5.30 on, or sorry, 2.45 on the West Coast, 5.45 on the East Coast. 
that'll give us time to enter all the names you know that we have like <laughs> i think we have clo we're getting close to 300 entrants so it's going to take a while to enter everybody's name on the, into the system very true but it's exciting i can't wait to go ahead and do that and it this giveaway we've had a lot more entries than i anticipated yes and we haven't actually had a chance to read this book yet it's been sitting on our shelf for quite some time but we're not going to read your copy whoever the winner is exactly. so we will go out and buy ourselves copies at some point and when we're ready to read it but we're thinking that maybe and we'd like your guys's feedback on this after the season is over the regular t television series season doing a kind of dissection of the book you know do like maybe read a chapter or two at a time and talk about it on the podcast so we could kind of keep the podcast going during the off season so what, what would you guys think about that i don't know about everybody else but i think that would be fun it's not like we can read the chapters on the air nor would we that no we just talk about kind of what is going on in the chapters and maybe you know have if people kind of read it with us or maybe they read the chapter before we podcast about it, they can, you know, put their two cents in and we can, you know, uh, discuss that. Yeah. Um, it'll be nice to kind of have the discussion about the different histories and all that fun stuff. Also, we're hoping to have some other bonus content to air during that time so that we don't just go away and fizzle off. You can have Oak Island all year. That's the plan. Uh, hopefully interviews, fun one-off podcasts. Yeah, we'll just see what we can come up with. We got some time before that happens, so we got time to plan some of this out. Yep, we've got some time to plan it out. We've also been spitballing, so we're ready to go. But right now, well, we need to focus on this season. Yes, we do. And before we start, I don't know how many people are exactly aware of this, but the next episode is not a normal episode. It's like uh, Maddie Blake's special about the paranormal of Oak Island. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be airing at 9 o'clock well, Eastern and Pacific because, uh, you know, it's three-hour uh, time difference. But it's going to be airing in place of a regular kind of episode. The next new episode will be the following week. Well, this is a new episode. It's just, okay, it's maybe... Not a, it's not a regular episode. It's not a typical episode. It'll be new. We'll chat about it. It should be interesting to see what you and I say afterwards. You're more into, okay, you're into the alien thing, but not really the paranormal ghost thing. I'm really into Bigfoot. Okay, well, I don't think Bigfoot's <laughs> hanging out on Oak Island. How do you know? I know things. <laughs> no. This is supposed to help explain the curse of Oak Island is kind of what I took away from the preview. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm feeling really skeptical about yeah. it. I don't know. I, I I think I probably enjoy the Maddie Blake stuff more than you do. Yeah. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see. I'm, I'm very I curious of what everybody else thinks. Like if they were when they saw that they were super excited to kind of get into that side of the island about all the unexplained and the paranormal or if they're going to be really missing our typical dig 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 yeah no we'll, we'll see we're, i'll try to reach out to doug to see if he can maybe if we can do the interview we were hoping to do with him to be during that week as well to give a little more content if we're not getting a regular episode. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll see try. How that goes. We'll try. 
He's a busy guy. He is a busy guy. <laughs> They're all busy. This is also their, like, one chance to have some downtime, is my guess. Yeah, so... We appreciate that Doug would, you know, honor us with his presence to tell us what he knows. You know, he's he's one of the most knowledgeable guys out there, I think. All right. Should we dive right in? Yes. What happened this episode? Good stuff. All kinds of crazy. One but thing, it is Oak Island. Yeah. One thing that didn't happen this episode, Craig did not get a copy of The Curse of Oak Island I by know. Randall Sullivan. Man. They're in the <laughs> war room. He only brought two books. Like, if you only brought two books or i don't know i feel like whoever was filming should have known yeah they should have been like hey craig why don't you come over to the money pit and uh look Anything. at this look at this thing with hey, us hey i left something <laughs> in the car so yeah. it's not like i brought the first two books sorry craig you don't get one <laughs> poor craig <laughs> i'm pretty sure craig spent more money on this treasure hunt than rick has too you never know <laughs> okay we know but Craig like yeah. it just made the whole situation really awkward yeah well what can you do he only if you only brought two copies of the book and there's a, <laughs> a third wheel there you can't you know you're not gonna magically make a third copy appear so that being said if it were me I probably would have brought a box of books just to be safe <laughs> maybe he did who knows yeah well those are the first two copies off of the hot off the presses off, off the presses so they're probably you know he was waiting down at the end of the assembly line <laughs> of the book or however it's made the bind. he was at the book binary <laughs> he was at the book binary in halifax <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> probably did it himself and beat leather on a stone and now it's got encryptions in it yeah. and <laughs> yeah i wonder if there's something hidden under the uh cover of that the, like the dust jacket <laughs> We've seen a book like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good old breakfast tea and bourbon. But, you know, we haven't taken the dust jacket off this one. Yeah, maybe there's a treasure map. It's hilarious when Marty, like, is looking at the cover. He's like, you know, that's probably what the island looks like under there. <laughs> like a big skull. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, yeah, good point, good point. I, yeah. I could see the feeling. Yeah. But, yeah, that was really, if we're going to start in the war room in that whole scene, mm -hmm. Rick asks Randall, woke up and you were in charge. You got one swing at the bat. What would what would be your goal? What what are you trying to do? And he says he, he would look for a an underground entrance. Yeah, an underwater. Oh, sorry. Or <laughs> underwater, my bad. A entrance that is now underwater that may not have been before or something like that. And I was like, "Well, isn't that just interesting?" Hmm. hmm. Yeah. And then shortly, not too long after that, when we're talking about the concrete, and then they show the super sped up, like the aqueduct scene that makes you nauseous when you look <laughs> at it, because it's like zoom, 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 all around the corners. And I was like, man, I just said aqueducts like two or one. No, it was like two or three weeks okay, ago. Okay, two or three weeks ago, I feel like they must have heard the podcast and been like, that's the one we're except gonna for, go with that except for this whole thing's been filmed like months ago and they've been in post-production the whole time making it look whatever you know. <laughs> that's why it was so fast they had to speed it up so you couldn't see all the mistakes in the uh in the animation there because they're like that yeah, Deidre, right. she's smart well either that or you saw an advanced screening of this episode and you just took the idea if i saw it an advanced screening i'd have a lot better insight and <laughs> you know not so unclever things to say some more knowledge if you will uh you're all about the wit apparently apparently everybody 
keeps talking about the wit, and I can only assume they're referring to me. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. I'll, I'll claim that, whatever. Yeah, we've had like a few emails and a couple reviews, a couple reviews about the wit. About Deidre's wit. <laughs> well, only one of them actually pointed out my wit, but now anytime wit comes up, I'm just going to take credit for it. You're claiming the wittiness. So whoever put that in my head, I am so sorry. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm not. I'm not sorry at all. Poor Dustin has to put up with it, though. Yeah, well, whatever. I'm like, I'm, I'm the good. witty one in the relationship. That's fine. That's very witty of me. Yep, that's good. So back to the <laughs> back uh, to Randall Oak Sullivan. Island. Yeah. So yeah, they the aqueduct mm-hmm. is a is a thing, mm-hmm. um, or at least a theory of how how they would move water and and have maybe the reasoning for the concrete underwater. Yeah, because it's been speculated, surprise, that you would have to have these types of materials in order to create these booby trap tunnels, et cetera, et cetera, right? Yeah. So here we are, digging in the Smith's Cove. Well, before we move to Smith's Cove, I'm not quite finished with the Oh, I am so sorry. Yeah, well, he was mentioning that he completely believes the origin story mm, of the yes. discovery of the money pit between the friends of Daniel McGinnis, Anthony Vaughn, and John Smith, right? Correct. I wasn't aware that that was very disputed. I wasn't either. I've you know, read and listened to a couple different things about it, and it feels like that is the only thing that is consistent. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time I've heard of it referred to as the origin story, though. Even though technically it's in the middle. Hmm. Yeah, it is in the middle. Yeah, it's basically the moment Clark Kent crashed to Earth, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so is that what's in the lead box that's hidden underground? A child. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go with kryptonite, but uh, all, all right. <laughs> Since they're talking um... about manuscripts buried with mercury in a lead box underground i'm like geez don't open that yeah no thank you well that was one of the other things uh randall sullivan touched on too that he thinks that because of the commitment that whoever buried whatever it was on oak island what was so large that it's more likely some kind of grander treasure than just gold exactly and more important you know and why he's been so keen on the Francis Bacon story. Yeah. Well, it was funny when he was uh, telling his Francis Bacon story that I forgot. I, I don't I didn't catch the name of the book or was it a letter or something? Um, or after he died, his assistant had published a collection of of his works. Yeah. It was probably published before then, too. I really okay. want to look into reading that one. Yeah. Um, But like you said. His he was talking about the work of Francis Bacon that was published and that the easiest way to instruct someone is with a treasure hunt. Yeah, and he he said something about he would rec or he would suggest digging a pit on the seashore. Yes. So let me see here. It was so one of the first instructions is dig a pit upon the seashore. Yeah. And then above the high water mark. Mm-hmm. down below the uh, water level mm-hmm. or water uh, table. Which is just crazy. It makes me really want to go find this Francis Bacon writing. I even So were some of those people that actually own things like encyclopedias? <laughs> yes, 
encyclopedias as in more than one um but we have ones with aristotle and all the different masters and a a course it's an incomplete set and we happened to be missing the francis bacon book Mm. and i went to go look for it because i wanted to find the collection of writings no francis bacon i totally came up short i was bummed sorry babe (sighs) oh bother well, maybe you could go find that one volume on eBay or something. I don't need it that bad. Okay. I bet you if I just type it in, I could find it. <laughs> but if anybody else has read this Francis Bacon writing, please tell us where the gold is. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. It would be very nice. Yeah. So do you have anything else concerning uh, Mr. Randall Sullivan's presence on the island? No, just that we're going to be giving away one of his books, and he is a very good researcher, is my understanding. So I really want to dive on into that. So maybe we should go get a copy for ourselves. Yeah, maybe we should try to get him on for an interview in the off-season, too. Ooh, I like that. We could try. We can try. Hey, can't believe anybody has talked to us and said yes for interviews at all. So here we go. Yeah, so what's next? What's next? Maybe the elephant or the concrete in the room? (laughs) Down at Smith's Cove. Down at Smith's Cove. So we have this concrete wall. Mm -hmm. Can we call this Laird's Wall? It is Laird's Wall. Is it officially Laird's Wall? It better be. Well, they keep saying that Laird found it. Mm -hmm. So We (laughs) We got Billy's Wall still. Yep, we have Billy's Wall. We have Laird's Wall. Laird has rubber pipes coming out of his wall that are plugged. Yeah. Potentially rubber. I mean, how many? How many pipes? Oh, that's the debate. We see two. Yes. But then when Rick and Dave go out to visit Dan, he draws three in the wall and not two. He does draw three circles. Mm-hmm. It's great to see Dan Blankenship, by the way. Yes, it was. He's always fun to see. Oh, man, that guy. He is great. And he's he's funny. Yeah. Well, it was so it was just funny that Rick was like, well, we just have. We thought we were going out to Smith's Cove to get some answers, and, you know, we come away with more questions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's sitting there. He looks so defeated. <laughs> just, like, crushed. He's like, this is supposed to be straightforward. Yeah, but then you get Dan giggling and saying, back to the drawing board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, and Rick's like, it just keeps getting. And then Gary, wonkier and wonkier. Yeah. <laughs> Wonky is the word. Wonky oh, is the word. That's yeah. good. That was funny. Gary was out there metal detecting the wall to ensure that there's no metal, metal, which would make it more it modern. Yeah. Well, were, the, the pipes were metal, weren't they? <laughs> no. We just said that the pipes were rubber. No, that I thought they had rubber stuffed into them. I thought they were still Mm-mm. metal pipes. There, he was saying rubber pipes. Mm. And I guess I'll have to watch that scene again. Yeah, because I got a different impression. You didn't. Yeah, you better watch again. I've seen it like a billion times since it aired. Mm. You need to catch up. I guess so. But he, Laird was saying he had found rubber from the 1850s. Mm-hmm. So it's not out of the question. But when they send pictures over to Rick and Craig and they all meet up, well, meet up, I mean, telephone, no, video phone. Okay, let me try this again. Maybe they Skype. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and he says, yeah, I'm super confused like you guys. Is it possible that the pipes came after the concrete wall? You know, anything's possible, but something tells me I think you're wrong about the pipes being 
I'm plastic. not. I think they're metal. And that the, or what they were talking about was the rubber was stuffed into the pipes. Mm. You can say this, but I am standing firm. And as soon as this episode is over, we're mm. going to watch and we're going to find out who's right or wrong. And then you guys can laugh at us later because now you are all debating it. Well, Dan said that prior, it would have to be prior to 1950 because that was when the rest all started excavating and they didn't do anything that deep so it could have been any time before that Mm -hmm. but i I don't know i'm just having a trouble believing that they had these rubber tubes back prior to that time i don't know when rubber tubes were well and they're calling them rubber but it could be a rubber type substance it could be something that now feels like rubber because it's been underwater mm-hmm. for so i i don't know what kind of substance would do that yeah well sorry i'm, I'm thinking it's metal pipes and something stuffed into them that is rubber like but not rubber see so we'll have to wait not. and see what they do when they get do some testing on that or stuff. we'll just rewatch that part of this episode <laughs> and we'll be good to go mm-hmm. so anyways said tubes coming out of laird's wall mm-hmm we don't know if there are two or three. I'm going with two, and Rick just got carried away with the circles. I don't know. I saw somebody post a screenshot of a weird kind of camera angle that you can maybe even see four pipes in the wall later on. So, okay, so, I know so you watched this... it a million times, but you might want to go watch it again. Okay, well, you may want to <laughs> listen again when they call them rubber, and then he touches them and was like, yeah, they aren't metal, so either rubber, blah, blah, blah. And they yeah, go into Mr. Goodyear and how, you know, it hadn't been refined until blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it was like the late 1830s. Yes, but it was discovered well before then. <sighs> okay. Whatever. Maybe we should move on. Maybe we should. So, concrete. I did see someone suggest that the concrete could have been mixed and then dropped into place once the concrete had already formed, like, in blocks. What do you think about that? Uh, I don't know. I haven't given it much thought. They were, I don't know who said it. It was either probably Rick or Marty. They were saying that... the. Even back in the Roman times, they can make some concrete that can solidify underwater. Mm-hmm. So that seems more likely, but who knows? Like, I mean, it doesn't seem likely that the Romans came and did it, but that technique was used. I don't know. I, I don't count the Romans out anymore. I don't count the Vikings. <laughs> I don't count out fairies. Was it I the don't Aztecs? count out. It might have been the Aztecs um, at this point. It's all I bet on it was the table. Santa Claus. Nah, <laughs> he likes sleds Okay. and flying. This would be way too complicated for Santa. So I was just trying to get you to agree the most to the most ridiculous thing. So No, yeah, I'm not taking <laughs> it, any of it off the table. I okay. mean, it's more likely Easter Bunny than Santa, though. <laughs> okay. So I thought this was interesting when Gary had mentioned he thinks that the... Slipway? Mm-hmm. Is the, more, the glory road. Yeah. I was like, geez, that's, that's pretty intense. cool. Yeah, that makes that makes some sense. Do you think Billy is like sitting on the other part of the glory road? Like <laughs> with the excavator and then like 
Who knows what he's sitting on over there? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about now. No, because, like, you know, the excavator, I see it over there on, like, this nice platform, yeah. and they're digging in, and I'm like, man, the glory road keeps coming right over to it. Maybe he's sitting on the rest of the glory road, and we got to move him back a bit. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> Gary saying that he thinks that it was pro- it may have been at one time part of a giant kind of roller system that can move potentially a large treasure up to the money pit. We've talked about this idea yeah. many times over about it being a rolling system. Yes. But the idea of the glory road to the money pit is a new idea. But it would make sense because why it's would you just roll it off the shore and yeah. then leave it there? It's basically the same thing, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, cool. And they want to dig down under underneath it at least that's why everybody keeps saying because apparently the deeper we get the crazier it is down there true that true that but randall sullivan thinks that the i don't know if he said it or not but he thinks there's an entrance that is now underwater yes that's what he said but is that how they would have got the treasure in too or is that where gary's suggesting they took the treasure and then maybe lowered Mm -hmm. it down Seems mm. easier if it's if they're if they do it where it, what's underwater now and tunnel mm-hmm. in to take it in that way. Mm-hmm. So one of them's right, one of them's wrong. True. I mean, the glory road could lead to this underground entrance, which is what I mean. If it's like they're saying in all of these different graphics that you see it sloped down, you could just kind of roll her on in and down mm. yeah like uh one like of the, a water slide one, one of the flood tunnels before it got flooded yeah well they Just... throw a little water in there slip it up whoop mm. and the treasure co- goes in maybe that's how the art got in there mm. <laughs> i think it makes sense and yeah well you know which historical figure loved water slides like somebody from what? back in the day but yeah there's one historical figure that loved water slides caesar no napoleon nope okay wow have you ever seen bill and ted's excellent adventure oh my gosh (laughs) you you need to leave them in the past like a long long time ago i can still remember (laughs) okay (laughs) no no leave napoleon elsewhere okay my bad (laughs) he liked he did he loved going the water slide oh man I'm sorry, guys. I don't mean to waste your time with Bill and Ted. <laughs> I mean, we got things like Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny to worry about, not time traveling. If we had Bill and Ted, it might be a little easier to go back and, you know, I would go back to when Daniel McGinnis found the impression in the ground. What are you going to do? Kidnap him and no, bring him here? Verify. Ver- verify what? I take my phone. I take some pictures. <laughs> He'd be like, what is that? And he wouldn't even know what Star Trek is. So it's not like you could compare it to that. What the heck? Who said anything about Star Trek? Because your phone. You know how, okay, when <laughs> I was younger, you know, yeah. you think of things like weird, beam me up, Scotty, yeah, or okay. boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Only that futuristic stuff comes from sci-fi. And I guess sci-fi probably wasn't actually a thing in Daniel McGinnis's Nope, not time. really. <laughs> they didn't. Think of weird things like paranormal activity where we have to have a extra episode <laughs> about it and aliens. Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was funny. My bad. <laughs> it's funny 
but concerning that you might think it's true. Who said that? Oh, no. It's a joke. You're the one that thinks the pipes are metal. <laughs> like, oh, oi, oi, I don't even know. Okay. So Dan pointed out something good, Dan Hensky. He said, why would someone with the records that they do have, this isn't hasn't been on anything. So to do something that monumentous or find something like that, you would think there would be a record of it. Yeah, Rick was talking about that too. Yes. He said, it's crazy. Everybody thinks that they're, so, that they're right on top of the treasure and they forget to kind of document mm-hmm. what they have done. Yes, because when you're looking at the glory of the treasure, the idea of where it's at, why, why are you looking for extra stuff you, and doing surveys or writing it down? You don't think someone's going to come behind you and you're going to give them the information. Yeah, well, it's a good thing that when we entered the 1900s, lots of documentation started happening because, you know, Dunsfield wasn't very good to the land, but mm-hmm. he kept really good records. Yes. And... and so did Dan Blankenship and Fred Nolan. Fred Nolan surveyed everything, you know. Yeah, oh man, there are so many people have been on there looking. I mean, they talk about the Churro Company, who, by the way, every time they say that, I think they say churro, and I think of that yummy sweet snack. Yeah, you mean a churro? Yeah. Oh, is that what you said? I okay. I think that's what I said. <laughs> my bad. Yes. So in my mind, I have just decided that company is like a trip to Disneyland with the best <laughs> churros ever. Yeah, I want to go get a Disneyland churro right now. Oh man, that sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. I haven't been there in a very long time. It's been a long time. Yeah, I need a churro. Mm-hmm. So the churro company. Uh, <laughs> ooh. They had good chimichangas, They remember? did. Yeah. It is late and we're thinking <laughs> about food. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> That's a problem. Okay, so we already talked about the Gloria Road. We talked about some concrete, debated over what the pipes are made out of. We'll have to settle that debate later here very soon. Um, Laird. Is like, I've never seen anything like this underwater. Yeah, wow. he was still kind of tickled about finding that wall. Yeah. You know, he had uh, more smiles on his face than Ooh. other episodes. He uncovers the pipe. He's like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what can you do but laugh yeah, at like, that point? Yeah, he's like, what else? No, he's like, <laughs> what, 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 what else? Where's Santa? Yeah. Rick, you're going to want to see this. Yeah. <laughs> and then... We talked about them going to Dan's house. Yes. Dan. So if you're asking if this is something I've ever seen, the answer is obviously no. (laughs) I've been like, all right, all right. I know, man. I know. Back to the drawing board. So. Yeah, we need to reach out to the History Channel to see if we could get the episode one day early so that we can record on the same day that the episode airs and have the podcast ready to go the next morning. That'd be great, but what's that have to do with Dan's house? I don't know. I don't know. That seemed really... (laughs) I'm very confused. My bad. I thought you were done with your thoughts. Man, yeah, but even the segue was really bad there. It didn't even work. You're like, you know... (laughs) It's like this random thought bubble. Boop, 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 boop. (laughs) What we need to do is contact the History Channel. See if we can see it early. Oh, no. You cracked me up. Okay, stop making fun of me. Eh, fine. Okay. Not going to happen. You're right. right. (laughs) Money Pit. That was a big thing. Money Pit. Yeah, that was exciting. It was exciting. We got to see Jack doing what he does best. We did after, you know, they're digging out of the 
can doing the hammer grab after moving the case on up and down up and down shimmy up shimmy down shimmy up well they're mostly shimmying back down weren't they well you have to come back up before you can go back down they wanted to get some more spoils in the can and that they did they found some cool stuff they did looks like they're using a different hammer grab this year have we already talked about that no but it's got like a kind of like a more of a interlocking claw on the end or something huh the claw it moves (laughs) (laughs) okay so for those of you that didn't get that it was a toy story reference (laughs) i'm sure they all got it most of them maybe maybe not yeah i don't know i want to help someone out you know discover a good movie good job anyways so yeah they're they're pulling it out and they put it in the excavator the dump truck i don't know emma could tell us what (laughs) it is um emma's our daughter yeah she's way smarter than us yeah it was like a some kind of dump truck or scoop it definitely was not a dump truck because those that's like what the garbage man comes in but yes i know what you mean i'm picking (laughs) up what you're putting down see obviously our child is smarter than us um (laughs) they're looking through and what craig was it craig and rick are like pulling out big old chunks of wood yeah just grabbing in handfuls of mud and wood and craig's thinking this is not the area i expected to see anything from the chapel vault yeah big chunks of wood but i guess it very well could be i guess since when you're moving the can all over the place yeah makes sense to me they likely push some stuff back down too Mm -hmm. so yeah, it was, what, 168 feet, if I remember right? Yes, 168 when feet when they did that it. first grab. Yeah. And Jack's looking through spoils. Yep. Dirty Jack is back. Dirty Jack is back. I posted that on Twitter the other day and <laughs> got a lot of uh, tw- uh, tweets and or likes and retweets. Look at you killing it on the Twitter yeah. You, you don't even realize that it's not a Twitter page, and you're you're killing it on the Twitter. Do you have Twitter. to beat a dead horse? Yes, obviously. I, I, I get it now, okay? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> you always ask. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I'll leave it alone. That being said, he's not as dirty as he was last season. Yeah, he still got pretty dirty. He was definitely turning a different color, but... Well, then, did you see? Did you notice that when they went kind of... After he was looking at some spoils, they would, like, cut to him talking straight to the camera. Mm-hmm. And he was wearing, like, a blue coat. Yes. He got some new clothes. He did. He gets a special outfit when he's doing... When he's spraying so yeah. he doesn't freeze to death. Yeah. It was funny. I think I saw somebody on Facebook mention, oh, that's just his twin brother, John. That's his twin brother, John. John and Jack. John Jacob Jingleheimer. <laughs> Something like that. Vaguely. His name is my name, too. <laughs> His name is my name too. Oh man. Oh man, I can't even. Okay, I'm so that. Yeah, that was good. So they've got the hose and the fire hose that they're spraying very intensely, which has definitely got some uh pushback there on the different forums. People are like, turn down the hose, Jack. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it'd be pretty easy to push those pieces of leather that they may have found mm-hmm. or the possible parchment uh, pieces through the, the grate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can understand that. But, hey, 
if you don't use the high pressure, <laughs> you're just going to be left with a, a thing of mud in front of you, I think, you know? Yeah. And to be real, I don't know anything about fire hoses. But guess but... what? I bet you they know a lot. I bet you Jack would... has spent a lot of time. Yeah. Why would they do something that's, you know, that, neg- that would negatively affect their work, you know? Well, they wouldn't on purpose. Yeah. Doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Well, I'm sure a little bit happens, but. I mean, look at the entire island. <laughs> All kinds of crazy going on. Yeah, I think they try to take care of the island as they much do. as possible. They do, and they're looking through the spoils, and they find what? What's the first thing that comes up is some parchment. No, I think it wasn't. It like the black leather pieces. Yeah, so we ended up finding, regard, irregardless, in the money pit, it was parchment, leather pieces, just and like, a possible top pocket human bone. Yes, that Jack got credit for. Even though Dan Hensky found it. <laughs> Dan Hensky, that's Dan's bone. Throw the guy a bone, man. (laughs) (laughs) Throw the guy a bone. Oh, man. My side hurts. (laughs) Oh, man. I've got a plastic bag for that. Oh, man. Poor Dan. He's been working on the island. How long? And the first thing he gets thrown to him is a bone. And then it gets taken away. <laughs> and then it gets taken away. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I guess technically Jack hasn't found anything then because, you know, he took that. Well, okay, so what, Dan gets, or Jack, whoever it is. <laughs> so Jack gets parchment. I think he's trying to glue a book together or something. <laughs> wow. Poor Dan. Something like that. Oh my gosh. That, uh, was, that was pretty good. That was, that was good. Everybody gets a list of things they found. Yeah. <laughs> and Dan gets he gets thrown a bone. <laughs> oh, man. I'm be really bummed if it turns out not to be bone now. Yeah. And it, because, remember, Craig's like. Is this like, like a piece of petrified wood yeah, or something? It's like a piece of wood. He's like, I don't know. That could have been just, you know, up against a piece of wood. He comes back and it's only wood. <laughs> oh. Something tells me they wouldn't have shown it at all if it wasn't a bone. So. Maybe it'll be something cooler. I don't know be. what's cooler, but. Yeah. But then it gets taken away. Oh, man. Poor guy. Yeah, I know. But so we, as I've said a billion times, the leather and the parchment, which I think is actually really fascinating because they, there's no reason for it to be down there. I've joked that maybe it's just someone's like novella that was working and digging and on break, they'd sit down and read it and then it fell out of their pocket. Could be. <laughs> it could be. But back then they didn't I, do books that way. Yeah, they- they did not excavate or, you know, they didn't drill down that deep back in the day. This is, I think, 
brand new unreached territory. That's why they're digging in that depth. So you don't think this is some person's random paperback? I don't think so. That's good, because I definitely don't think so either. Yeah. No, no, not at all. Yeah. Um, man, I'm just a little uh, off kilter there after <laughs> that. Um, money well, pit. Well, wait, what about, what about when we were going through the spoils, right? Okay. Jack's like, hey, look at this, Charles. <laughs> That's right. And Charles is like, hey, what is that? Let me see. And what were you what were you saying while we were watching it? Yeah, we were watching. I was watching one of the. Uh, it was either a live tweet or one of the live feeds on Reddit or something. And when they pull it up and he hands it over to Charles, someone goes, "No, don't give it to Charles." <laughs> He'll because, hide the evidence because obviously he's gonna like destroy it or hide the evidence because there's this conspiracy. <laughs> and I I just started busting up because yeah. the the whole thought of he gives it to. Charles and he like scurries away. He's like, yeah. I brought a bag. Yeah, well, Jack was quick to say, let's go show Rick. Mm-hmm. But it, it almost looked like Charles was hesitant to he go to did. Rick. You know? Sneaky, sneaky. So I don't know. Mr. Mason doing his thing. Maybe, maybe Charles has converted Jack. Mm. And they're actually a team. They have an alliance. <laughs> Could be a thing. Maybe he needs someone uh, there. Yeah, Helping him out. Moving stuff around. Mm-hmm. Never know. Maybe. That sounds like a fun plan. I could see them doing that. Whatevs. No? Yeah, maybe. I, I doubt it, but sure. <laughs> so but I just thought that was funny. That that actually that was that was really really funny. Yeah. Jack's super excited about the bone when they're all talking about it. I don't know. He's you... like, look, you can see that's where the marrow goes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Um, maybe. <laughs> Dr. Jack. Yeah. That was like, I was thinking, what's your major? Um, but then I feel, is it just me or does Rick like totally shut him down all of a sudden? It's not about being right or wrong. It's, you know, we're here to get the answers. It's about and the, finding that one thing. That, that one thing and the truth and applying real science. I was like, ooh. Yikes. He didn't shut him down. He was just saying... I think he was trying to bring his excitement down a notch. I think Jack has every right to be excited. He does. Yeah. Because the marrow goes right there. Or something. So are we going to call the paper, or the parchment and stuff, Jack's paper? (laughs) The book of Jack. (laughs) I don't know. we got to find something clever Yeah, I hope we find some. I hope you find something cooler that we can name after him. Yeah, I... I mean, Dan's bone. <laughs> Dem bones. Yeah, well, they did take uh, the paper and the possible leather to the research center. That was really cool. And they showed it to Paul and Doug mm-hmm. and got their opinions. And their opinions were basically, oh, yeah, looks interesting. Let's go. We should take this to an expert. <laughs> That's what everybody kept saying this episode. Another one for the experts, yeah. which is good. Well, I think Paul and Doug are experts, but they're experts in research, not necessarily the experts of telling if something's parchment or not. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason people have specialties. Exactly. But it was cool to get a really close look at especially the parchment, but the leather too. Agreed. It was it was interesting because the one side had red yes. on it. just, And that's a pretty big deal. So we talk about what would be buried there at Oak Island that would be so important, you know, something on paper, whether it's, I don't know. 
but books used to be a really bit like a rare and valuable valuable thing right they were handwritten they were all individually done that was back in the day when nobody really knew how to read yeah and unless you were educated mm -hmm. and that would mean then that you were probably of a upper class and the only exception and the most widely printed book was a bible and a lot of times not everybody had one it, if we're looking further back so it would make sense that manuscripts or something of great importance would be documented on paper underground we're not talking about things that have used a printing press mm -hmm. even though you know we're talking about a book bindery here maybe because when he flipped over that paper they talked about how smooth it was on the one side there really didn't look to be anything there yeah except you know, for maybe a fold right maybe or was that on the other side so then is it maybe a scroll instead of like a book, a book? i don't know the leather tells me book but well, maybe it was encased in something. That was my thought. Could it have been wrapped in the leather just to protect sure. it? Or could the leather be a different book? I mean, sure. who knows? Maybe it's a whole library down there. Library and... of Alexandria? Exactly. Yeah, maybe. No, it could be that's at this Nick, point. Isn't that what Nicolas Cage found? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, you did. Good job. Yep. But, we um... need Nicolas Cage. <laughs> no, I think I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um... Maybe any another adventurer here. Indiana Jones. Yes. Or Batman. He get to the bottom of the pit. Yes. <laughs> he would. He totally would. Even if there was snakes down there, he'll conquer his fears. Mm. I don't think there's snakes down there, so I think he's good. We have no idea what's down there. I mean, we don't even know who buried this thing here. I can't. You want another adventure? How about John Chatterton? Remember him? He's the diver that went down in Ten X. Oh yeah, man. That guy's brave. That uh yes, very very brave. Mm -hmm. That's that's just crazy. That's bananas. Let's see yep. here. Oh, Randall Sullivan. He mentions about the additional flood tunnels that we've talked about in the past. Yeah. Where we saw the the die the die go out, mm -hmm. and I didn't see anything about this until this last week when they're saying Dan saw the. Was it three or four hole looked like ice holes in the South Bay? Oh, yeah. And they were thinking that could have been because there's another another system, mm -hmm. like a flood yeah. system. That yeah, makes sense. They were saying they've only been seen twice, right? In the 80s. Well, he saw them, took note, and then they were there again the next year. Yeah, and they took a picture. Mm -hmm. But I don't think anyone's actually noted anything after that whether yeah. or not they disappeared or not we well, don't know maybe they're prepping us for the next episode and they see that again or something because they're doing a lot of stuff out in the water yeah we saw something about an anchor right potentially yep that's something they mentioned at on the this season on the curse of oak island mm -hmm. the uh like on the first episode yep was one of the things they were doing they had alex lagina out you know wearing his scuba gear looking mm -hmm. for an anchor mm -hmm. so yeah Th that that's cool. Mm -hmm. That I'm very interested in that because you and I have talked multiple times about this die that has come out into multiple places. Yeah, and they showed a new graphic with multiple flood tunnels all of a sudden, you know? Oh, yeah. Isn't that funny? 
Yeah, it's weird because we've talked about multiple flood tunnels multiple times, mm-hmm. but we're only just now visually. Yeah, it's kind of a lot to take in. It is. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to do. It's a little crazy. There's there's a lot going on here. Yeah. Wow. That That's all I have to say. Wow. That's all I got to say about that. What? So what else do we see? Okay, so next time when we see all these flashes. Well, we already mentioned the anchor. Mm-hmm. Someone says medieval book, but we don't know if that is just someone like them identifying a med- medieval book because of like, you know, the drop caps and all that fun stuff. Or if it's someone just saying it could have been from a medieval book. Yeah, it looked like they were talking to some kind of expert. I, I tried to pause to see if that was, looked like somebody familiar. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really look like somebody familiar to me. Oh, well, they'll be familiar soon. Yes. And the big thing, everybody's shoving their head under the oscillator, which terrified me. I thought I was going to fall on them. But it looks like the money pit's about to collapse. Hmm. Yikes, those. They're like, we, we have to stop. Like, Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see how that goes. It looked like they showed some kind of video, or maybe it was just a still image that they moved around. But it appeared that around the the caisson was like had fallen in. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yeah, it, yeah. it looked a little crazy and sketchy. Yeah, I think they're just trying to scare everybody. I, I, you, you would have figured if something major like that happened, we maybe would have heard about it through other means. I don't know. I know they keep a, a tight ship there, but if it's something that would have stopped everything, yeah, I don't know. Because maybe they've it's also what them. well, they've also been picked up for next season already for more than thirty hours of content. If they couldn't work in the money pit anymore. I don't think they're going to have another season. Not, not, not. Even that if they big. couldn't work in the that exact location, they'd still be able to work in the money pit. Well, they definitely still have the swamp to go, right? Yeah, there's there is more than thirty hours of content left on that island. Yeah, well, I know, but I don't know. It just doesn't seem like I don't. I think they're trying to get people to worry to tune in. You well, of, I think of it's course, a, that's it's just a tactic. The, that's the joy of television. Yeah. You know, they're here to tell us a story and they're taking us through the journey. What really scared me wasn't like the money pit collapse was everybody sticking their head under the oscillator yeah. to see what was going on. I'm like, get out from under there. Who thinks that's a good idea? It's and they, not. And they weren't even wearing a hard hat. No. Somebody keeps saying on Facebook, why aren't these guys wearing hard hats? You know what? I agree. Safety first. Meh. At least wear it if you're going to stick your head under an oscillator. Yeah. Like, man. True that. (laughs) And, like, hang yourself down in the hole and, like, oh, man, that's just not cool. That's dangerous. No bueno. I don't like that. I'm, I'm concerned for everybody's health and safety right now. I'm not. Why not? I think they're good. And then we find out the next week we're not getting any of that stuff. <laughs> That's the following week. So we got Mr. Matty Blake doing his special on the paranormal on Oak Island. Yeah, and they're earlier. like sticking microphones. I mean, they're sticking microphones down into the money pit and they get freaked out. And I know that, you know, Rick's talking about some scary screams or something. There's there's creepy stuff you know coyotes also make really terrifying sounds at night they sound like 
screaming and dying Well, what do you think Bigfoot sounds like in the middle of the night? A coyote. (laughs) There is no Bigfoot out there. Maybe they disturb the spirits of the money pit, and that's what causes the collapse. Nah. (laughs) Nah. Yeah, I'm still looking forward to the episode. Definitely I don't know. You seemed it. really like you weren't looking forward to the episode. I'm like, just not into like ghosts and stuff. Like 50 minutes ago. I'm not so into the ghosts, but I'm willing to watch it. Oh, yeah. We have to watch it. We got a podcast to record. That's intense. We got to know more about this curse. Mm. Yep. Sure do. Know all about the curse. About the curse. About the curse. Of Oak Island. Yeah. That yeah. too. Yeah. Yep. So, do you have clot-worthy moments? I do. I wonder uh, what our listeners were thinking about clot-worthy moments this week, if they heard any good ones. Well, they heard at least one good one. Yes, at least. Yeah, because this one was uh, kind of another landslide victory. Okay, so, so what we, well, won last week? Well, we took votes on Twitter mm-hmm. and, for the first time ever, on Facebook. Dun, dun, dun. So Twitter is actually split 50-50, if you can Ooh. imagine that. So but, there's a twist here. But it was a complete landslide victory for one of the clot-worthy moments over on Facebook. When I add them together and get the percentage, we had 71% for the winner. And this is last week's clot-worthy moment. Gothic script. Gothic script, huh? That was the landslide winner? Yep, like... Uh, I said, did I say 79%? Yeah, you said what it was. I don't remember, but it was over 70. <laughs> My bad. I just looked at it again. 71%. 79, 71, <laughs> same thing. I told you it was in the 70s. <laughs> Regardless, Gothic script one, that means the new 90 foot stone <laughs> one. Yeah, and it's not runic. Yeah, it's not runic. Or ruin ick or <laughs> oh man well this week we have some really good clot worthy moments yeah i'm interested to see what you picked i don't oh i think uh, there was some if i remember while watching it it was there was some funny stuff but i can't remember what they are oh, there's the always funny stuff but i cannot wait for this first one okay okay first clip is rubber pipes Shut up, shut up. I win, and we didn't even have to go back and rewatch it. You knew that was coming, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I totally had that saved (laughs) in my back pocket. Yeah. Rubber pipes. Of course they're rubber pipes. Okay. Bam. Case closed. This is like law and order right here in Clotworthy Momentness. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. Well, my bad. I heard it wrong, okay? (laughs) What'd you hear? Not rubber pipes? (laughs) Like, give me a break. Okay. 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 Should we move on to yes, the next please. one? Um, I got 10 bucks on rubber pipes wins. <laughs> okay. Uh, second clot worthy moment is another flood tunnel system on the South Shore. On the South Shore? Yeah. I think that one's going to win. Uh, if, if I had a vote, or if I could vote, or if I did vote, <laughs> I would vote for that one. If I should have, could have, would have. <laughs> oh, man. Well, well, that one makes me look less like a fool, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and you like the slightly longer clot-worthy moments. I like them um, quick and to the point, like rubber pipes. Deidre is right. Shh. 
don't remind everybody. Oh, they already heard it. Okay. Oh yeah, they're gonna know. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one we should just label it. Deidre is right. Rubber pipes. Nah, I'm going with just Dan's bone. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> we're not even cool enough to use hashtags, but we're doing it anyways. All right. Oh, that's going in the Twitter post. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Is it going to be a thing? We got Laird's Concrete, Dan's Bone, Billy's no, Wall. It's Laird's Wall. But Billy already has a wall. <laughs> so? So why do they both get walls? I don't know. <laughs> That seems very deceptive. It feels like they found the same thing. In in this case, sharing is not caring. Okay. Anyway. I guess Laird's hashtag is to be debated. So if you have any great ideas for Laird's finding hashtag, please let us know. Please. Please. So we can end this debate. Yes. Okay. All right. So. We got to toss it to the fans. Yes, gonna read some reviews. Ooh, reviews! Man, we've been flooded with love lately, and can I just say thank you? Yeah, thanks. It's it feels great to get these things in our inbox and read them. It's it's a lot of fun. Thank you. We heard from some Canadian reviews this week. Yes, I'm gonna read one of our Canadian reviews. If you put in a Canadian review a while ago, we just now are seeing it. Yes. So I am sorry. Yeah, so I want to share this review. It's five stars from Mr. Zamboni. Mr. Zamboni? Man, from Canada. I wonder if he drives a Zamboni for a living. That would be sweet, huh? That would be awesome. Can I come? You want to ride on the Zamboni? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they let Why children not? do that at hockey games. Well, maybe I wasn't cool enough to do that. At no, all. I'm just calling you a child. Uh, that's fine Ch okay. children love adventures all right mr zamboni let's hear it all right so mr zamboni had this to say is it a mister yeah it says mr zamboni okay i'm oh, sorry i didn't <laughs> want to like miss you don't leave. want miss miss zamboni to yeah feel, feel left bad? out yeah. if i yeah no mr zamboni says just found out yesterday guys and i'm already on my fifth episode fresh insight into the show and nice to learn about more of the groups love the best line award hashtag clotworthy moment yes every podcast well thank you mr zamboni that's great that is great and he's only got to episode five that means he suffered through the first ones and is still with us and still wrote a good review yeah thanks yeah our first few episodes were kind of hard to listen to when oh. we go back and listen to parts of them man that's painful you guys are troopers yeah, well, I think more people are kind of just listening to the newer ones, which I, is probably good. That is good. So best listener awards go to you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We love that review. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Zamboni. We've got another review. This one's from the United States. All right. It's from Amazingly Bad. Ooh. It says, a great listen for those who like Oak Island. They work great with each other. It's so informative and entertaining. Five stars. <laughs> I'd I'm leaning with more entertaining than informative. Eh. Hey, it's in the eye of the beholder. That's true. Ooh, and, that's good. Yeah, and you know what? This is from Amazingly Bad, but I think it was an amazingly good review. Amazingly bad to the bone. Woo woo. I wonder if she's a Dan Hinsky fan or he or they. Bad Who the isn't? I don't know. Everybody should be a Dan Hensky They fan. totally should. He has been around that island a long time. He knows what's up. He does know what's up. Thank you for that wonderful review. Yes, thank you. It was amazingly good. It was amazingly good. So, yeah, that's it. That's it for this week's. So, 
next week we dive into the paranormal. I'm going to go in with an open mind. What are you, are you, are you going in with, okay, I may not I be have, going in with an open mind. My, my, my mind's already more open than yours. Yeah, mine's shut. I will try to open it by then. Hey, it doesn't matter. We'll have some stuff to talk about. Yeah. It's all good. Yes. Yes. Yes, we will because it's Oak Island. Love me some Oak Island. Yep. So where can they find us? They can find us. If they're looking. Well, if hey, you're looking for us. You know, you should look for us and like our Facebook page. Because we have, at time of recording, 497 followers. Yes. What is that? That is amazing. Yeah, we need three more to get to 500, so I think we could do that tomorrow. Yeah, who wants to be number 500? That'd no, be cool. No prize. No, but it's still cool. And I know for some of you, maybe that doesn't seem like very much. For us, we we cherish each and every one of you and all of your likes. Yeah, well, we, we thought maybe we'd get a few dozen people to listen to us we weren't right. expecting anything like what we're getting now so thanks to everybody that has given us a shot and stuck with us exactly it's kind of like i thought i just my mom would listen <laughs> nah no no you guys yeah, are but wonderful you, you actually got your mom to start watching I the show i did i got mom to start watching the show and some friends yes and some friends and all all the good stuff yeah so yeah. everybody's addicted now we're bringing more people into our circle exactly so now, if any, if anybody wants to help us, they should go and get their friends and to listen them. to our mm-hmm. podcast. And like we were just saying, find us on Facebook at Oak Island Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at Oak Island Podcast. You can email us at oakislandpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us tweeting away over on the Twitter at Oak Island Pod. That's right. So we look forward to connecting with you this next week and chatting with you on the other side. So until next time. Could it be? to the drawing board. <laughs> <laughs>